Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Lackadar Podcast. We are very glad you decided to join us today. Our hope here at Lackadar is that we are more than a podcast, not because of us, but because of God, and that we strive to bring glory to Him because that's the only place where glory is deserved, and that the listeners either come to know Christ if they don't, or built up in their walk with Christ. With that being said, of course, Lackadar does not need to be a substitute for your church body. We pray that you're plugged into a church body and are not letting Lackadar be a substitute for that. But hopefully, Lackadar is helping you in your daily walk. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on our social media pages, which are in the episode description. We hope you enjoy the episode and God uses it. So glad you were able to tune into this episode. This is a testimony episode with the one and only Cody Flint. Jackson's not able to be here with us today, but he will be next time. But we do have Cody Flint, as I said, and I will go ahead and pray and then we'll turn it over to Cody. Dear Lord, I thank you for this day, and I just thank you that you've given us this opportunity to be able to speak your word, God, and that through Cody's story, someone might be reached if they don't know you, God, and that, God, those that do would just be strengthened in their relationship with you, God. Help us to love you and love each other more every day. Thank you most of all for Jesus, and help us to speak your words above our own. It's in your name I pray. Amen. All right, Cody, first off, thank you for being willing to be on Black and Our Podcast, and go ahead. No problem. I, I been listening for a long time. I've yeah. always wanted to be a part of it. Well, glad you were able to. And if you don't know, Cody was the winner of the original t-shirt drawing back in 2021, <laughs> I think it was. And I still have that t-shirt in my closet. I, I haven't touched it yet. I'm saving it for when the Lack Our podcast is the most popular podcast in the world. Oh, that, it already is, Cody. You, you missed the boat on that. <laughs> but, I guess I'm out of tune. Yeah. One day when me and Jackson are super famous, Cody's got our autograph, so. <laughs> so, on a serious note, we'll just kind of turn it over to you to tell your story and kind of how God's worked in your life. Well, I guess I'll start out at the beginning, kind of like the Bible. Um, I come from a very Christian family. We have everybody in my family goes to church. Um... I was put into church at a very young age as a baby, and then I haven't missed a day of church, really, in my whole 19 years of life. And there was just a, when I was younger, there were a lot of things I didn't understand about the Bible, and a lot of those things, I guess they sort of frightened me. Mm -hmm. So for a while, you know, I was still going to church, and I was still trying to understand, but there was just a sense of frightened when 
I heard words such as like condemn and you know as a child I can I definitely see where it can be scary right so I kind of up until like my early teenage years I kind of pushed it away I didn't I tried not to think about it I just didn't want to be scared and I just kept I kept going to church I stayed in church but I still was resenting everything so it was I think it was August 3rd 2019 I was in my room I was about to turn 16 and I was listening to some music this was it was late at night and I'm sitting there and something in the song I don't remember the song exactly but it struck a, a thought in my mind and I was really condemned at that moment. I started praying to God, like <clears throat> I felt a sense of guilt from, you know, from the sin I had, I had been doing. And it was in that moment I asked God for salvation mm. and I accepted Jesus into my heart. Mm. And that's a good, a good summary of my, how I got saved and after that it was I kept getting closer and closer to God so from the age of 16 to 18 I was I was as close to God as I've ever been and when we graduated from Columbia Academy I'd say I started straying further away from God and I just didn't know I didn't realize it mm. I wasn't I stopped, I stopped going to church as much. I don't even know why. I just, it just happened. And it was during the summer. There were some events happened and I really, I, I realized I needed to rededicate myself to Christ. Mm -hmm. the, the, the life I was, the path I was choosing to go down, it was not a path that Christians need to go down. And, I decided that I needed to redirect my life, my path, and follow Christ even as close as I possibly can. And that's what I've been doing since the summer, and it's been the best decision of my life. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Is that all you got to say about that? Yeah, that's that's a good summer yeah. without getting into super details, you know. Right. right well, that, that's great. What are oh, yeah. what are some of the scriptures or a scripture or multiple that have helped you the most along the way, either pre-salvation, post-salvation? Well, pre-salvation, I I have I've always had a fascination with the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. So, as growing up as a child, before I would say pre pre-salvation I always I always loved the book of Psalms mm -hmm. I don't know why I just it's always been a fascination to me that and the book of Genesis yeah and I've always always looked back at those and read through those books and chapters and verses to try and get a good sense of the Bible and God well I'd say after I was saved I started looking the book of Romans mm. 
it really it, it speaks to me. Yeah, it still does. Even the verses I've read, I read every day. I just I use them as a reminder. Mm. And I love I just love the Book of Romans. It's yeah. helped me through a lot. Pre, you know, especially post salvation. Right. It's a, definitely a great book. All three of them. And are. I'd say, um, I think it's Romans five three. That verse is really it helped me a lot. Yeah. That's great. It says, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance produces character and character produces hope. So I like to think of it as even though we suffer, there's a reason for our suffering because it, it develops our character. Yeah. Our, it, if you follow Christ, it develops a good Christian character for you. Even though you are suffering, there is some light to it, a good side to it. And that's what I, it took me a long time to understand that even though I was in some dark times, I was going to, there was going to be a good outcome if mm. I stayed with Christ and walked with him through it. Yeah. Romans eight twenty eight for all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purposes. That's kind of along the same vein there yeah mm-hmm. and I think if the book of Romans can really help I think it it touches a lot of different problems that Christians may face yep and I think it's a really a really good book to mm-hmm. read if you're going through some dark times yeah I would agree with that as well. All right. You have any other scriptures you would like to share with us? Uh, not specific scriptures. Right. But I would say post-salvation. Mm-hmm. I, I, I started reading the, the New Testament more. Mm-hmm. I, still have a, I still have a fascination with the Old Testament because I, I love history. Right. And I don't. I just like the historical side of the Bible, like the Old Testament, and but the New Testament. It really it's it's spoken to me quite well mm. post salvation. Right. That's amazing. So, oh yeah. So you kind of talked about this with the night in your room on August third, and then you kind of talked about it with summer after graduation but what are what's a moment or maybe a few moments when things really changed for you and it can be those that you've already talked about or it can be another one you haven't mentioned yet definitely um it was this summer actually it was late june early july mm-hmm. that's it's that was 100 percent the moment that i could feel the change in my life when i i directed my my life to Christ and I decided to throw all of the the worldly the worldly stuff away and follow Christ in the Bible and that was the moment where I started seeing change in my mood uh, even things such as my appetite and my energy 
Yeah. And that was definitely the moment where I, I felt change. Right. The biggest change. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm very thankful for that moment, even though it was it was tough at the time. Oh, I bet. It was, but I, I'm very thankful, even for the good times and the bad times. Right. Like I, like I was talking about in Romans. Mm. Definitely. It's just, you never know what God's going to use to work out in your life or in someone else's life, you know? You never know. I mean, my my sufferings could be a blessing to someone else in the future. Mm. And I like to think of it like that. Like, even though I'm, I might be going through some dark times right now, I, I'm, there's a possibility that I help someone in the future come to Christ. Yeah. And, that's, and walk a better life. And that's that's something I always I think about every single day and it helps me get through my days thinking that I can help lead someone to salvation mm. and grace. Yeah. That's why power of a testimony is so important. We don't just have our friends on here, have people we like on here. We have people on here. Yes, they're our friends, yes we like them. We have people on this podcast to bring us and bring listeners closer to the Lord through seeing how God's worked in their lives. And I don't know if you've been listening since the start, but if you have, you've noticed that every testimony from Jackson's to now Cody's has been completely different. And God's been working in every one of their lives and still is. God, He works in everybody's life. Absolutely. Very strongly. And... That's and one thing I, that I love about this podcast is it's so different. Every like you said, everybody has a different story, and if you're trying to become closer to Christ, I, I recommend this podcast. It, it helped me get through a lot of stuff. Actually, like, it helped me realize that everybody has a different story, and everybody goes through things. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. You're, you're, you're going to face trials because those trials develop your character. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, well, who are some people who have helped you grow the most along your spiritual journey? I would say my mom. My yep. mom is definitely the biggest. That's awesome. The, the biggest part. She's helped me. She helped me through a lot. Helped me to keep a Christ-focused mm. mindset through through dark times, through yeah. hard, hard stuff. Right. And I I can't thank her enough for that. She brought me way closer to Christ than I could have ever imagined. Mm. And I'd say another person is my preacher. It, like I go to Bethlehem Baptist Church out of purpose, or yeah. it's technically Oklahoma. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm sure no one's <laughs> even heard of that. It's a very small church. There's, there's like 23 people. I, you can count them. There's so few people. Yeah. And my preacher definitely, he, he conveys a really good message every Sunday, a really different message. Mm-hmm. And he'll make you think. He'll make you scratch your head sometimes. Right. And he'll make you want to pursue Christ. He makes me want to pursue Christ mm. even more every Sunday. That's amazing. And I mean, there's a lot of people that have helped me grow closer in Christianity, but 
I'll, I'll stop it. This podcast, like I said, it, it helped me through a lot. Hmm. Just, just hearing your your devotions and hearing other people's testimonies and realizing that although we go through different things, we're all the same. Hmm. We all have a purpose. Right. It, it's helped me through a lot. Well, I'm very glad that God has been able to use it. Oh, yeah. And I know God will be, definitely be able to use this episode as well. I hope so. That's that's what I want. Yeah. I, I want nothing more than to help someone grow in Christianity and find salvation through Christ. Mm. That's, that's what I want. That's great. So, what is the best piece of advice you have ever been given? Ooh. I like advice. I ask a lot of people for advice all the time. Yeah. Every single day. But, I think about this. I saw this on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I know this is, it's kind of cringy, but it come from Instagram and not from an actual person, you know, talking to me. But, right. I seen a post. I don't remember. I didn't even save it. I don't know why I didn't save it. But, it said, Christ is was a perfect man, never sinned. And even he was put through trials and suffering. Mm. So, and that makes, that just made me think, like, because sometimes when you go through hard times, you just think to yourself, like, why is God doing this to me? I feel like everybody, I think everybody's had that thought. Oh, yeah. Like, why is this happening to me? And that, that quote that I just said, it, it really makes you think like even Jesus went through trials. Mm. So who am I to think that I shouldn't, I'm not deserving to not go through the trials. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was, that's 100% the best advice I've ever been given to help, you know, for me personally. Right. That's yeah. That's really good really good oh yeah so last question and I know this question we're debating taking it off because you have people that are huge podcast listeners and people that are not (laughs) so we're this question's kind of hanging in the balance but since it was on the list I sent you I'll go ahead and ask you maybe you have an answer maybe your favorite podcast is Lackadar what is your favorite podcast aside from Lackadar oh I love podcasts that's I good. actually listen to a podcast. When I go to school every Monday and Wednesday, I listen to a podcast the whole hour drive I have to Popperville. And I I love the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Yeah. Because, mainly because he doesn't just commit to inviting a group of people that are similar. He, mm. he gets people on that podcast that are so different. They're right. from different different parties politically to it'll have scientists on there, uh, rappers, um, just regular book authors. It'll have everybody. And that podcast really, it can it can open your mind. Right. So for, for different viewpoints on things. Yeah. And that's what a podcast is for, in my opinion. 
Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, and it's not, that podcast is not necessarily, it's, it's a real podcast. Like, it feels like a real conversation between the two people on, that are talking for me. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like something that's scripted. And I've listened to a lot of podcasts, and I've, I've 100% heard some scripted podcasts. Before. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I have and as I, well. Go ahead. What'd you say? I said, go ahead. You, you. Oh, no, I just said I have as well. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> and I'd say a second place for my favorite podcast is I love the Barstool Sports podcast. Yeah. They do. It's it has a purpose just to get athletes on there, right? But you get aside, you get to hear aside from the athletes that you've never heard before, mm-hmm. like actual conversations from them, and I think that's really interesting because yeah. you don't most celebrities you don't all you hear is the gossip about them. You don't actually get to hear what they think, right? That's and cool. I, I love that about that podcast. Yeah, because I, I like sports. I think most people like sports. Yeah. So those people that you you might have grown up watching as a child and kind of idolize, right? And you get to hear what they actually think, how they actually are, right? That always kind of either makes them cooler to me or makes them not as cool. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. I've there's been some people who kind of been ruined for me. Yeah. By watching some podcasts, yeah. and there's been some people that I've. I've grown to like more because of the podcast. Right. Yeah. Well, if you don't have anything else you would like to add on your salvation story, then I'd ask you if you wouldn't mind going ahead and praying and we'll move into closing thoughts. All right. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I want to thank you for this day and thank you for all the many blessings you've given us, God. God, I ask that if there's anybody out there struggling, that they should feel free to ask me or ask Ben or contact contact someone for help. That they're not in this alone, and that if they walk with Christ through it, it will it will be a better walk, and they will feel better about it. And God, I pray that the world can come closer to you, God. I, I feel that the world is is really straying away from you, and I just want to see the world. I want to see our planet come more Christian. Mm. And I just want to thank you for this podcast and giving me the opportunity to come in here and share my testimony. I hope that my testimony can help someone to salvation and to grow a strong relationship with you, God. And your name I pray, amen. closing thoughts portion as we typically do after the main portion of the podcast and Cody asked if he could 
speak on something, and I thought it was a great idea because it's something that's definitely not talked about enough in the church or in Christian culture, if you will, in, in at all, really. So, Cody, if you want to kind of go ahead and start the ball rolling on that. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to be talking about depression and anxiety through a Christian standpoint. And this is something that I've really, I've put a lot of thought into and a lot of research. And I think it's something that is, like Ben said, it's not talked about enough. Yes, depression and anxiety is talked about through a world a worldly view, but it's not talked about as much through a Christian view to help people. And I think that's a really, it's really important to talk to God about that stuff and figure out how you can better those two things through God. Because that's something that I struggled with for a long time was depression and anxiety. I tried, I guess I I used God as a last option. And a lot of people do that. And I think that God should be the first option when you're, you're struggling things such as depression and anxiety. Mm. And coming from a lot of experience, I I would say, like I said before, the book of Romans, it can really, it can really speak to you if you're struggling with those things. Because Paul, he was he was going through those same things. Mm. And I'd say just the book of Romans and the whole book is, it can really help you with depression and anxiety. And I think that uh, as Christians, we should, we should help people that are going through those things and not leave it unsaid. I think that's a big thing is that it's often left unsaid. I know like back in the early 1900s and even before people that were depressed and anxious were often, you know, criticized. They were put into insane asylums Mm, and tied up and locked in a room in a cage. And that only made things worse. Mm -hmm. And I think people now are, slowly starting to realize that they're real things and they can really affect your life. Yeah. And, no, like, we do see, of course, in Matthew 6, Jesus saying, and this is the reason why I feel like that Christians especially went too far in the other direction. And this might take a while for me to spit it all out. (laughs) I apologize. But... We see in Matthew 6 and in the book of Philippians where Jesus says, do not worry. And then in Philippians we see where he says, again, I say rejoice over and over again. So yes, we do see that worry is indeed a sin and that depression, we should be joyful people. But there are, there is no mistaking that there are people who clinically are clinically depressed, clinically anxious, and feel like the church still today still kind of a stigma of going to the doctor and getting help when Jesus would want us to do that instead of willingly being in our sin. And you might ask, well, if it's a sin, why would it be something that we have to struggle with? Well, I would say so that God is glorified above all else. 
because when we're when we conquer those things or are conquering those things, glory doesn't go to us or a doctor or a certain medication. It goes to God. Oh, for sure, definitely. I mean, I've been prescribed some antidepressants and medicines for anxiety before, and I would say they they didn't help me near as much as God did. Right. And when you're when you're at your lowest low, you're at, you're in the bottom, and mm. you start praising God, and you you put God first when you're going through depression and anxiety. Things they will get better. Absolutely. I I they I know speaking from ex- self experience, they they definitely helped me more than any medication did. Now, mm. I think those they're. There is medication that can help. Oh, absolutely. That's why God and gives I, it to me. I think that everybody should definitely look into it. But I think that you should look for Christ first. Mm. You should you should look for a, a Christian remedy, yes. as I like to call it. A Christian remedy to help your mental problems. Yes. And, so, and another thing is I hate how some people almost deny the existence of depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. and they're very real things. They are. And like I said before, people just kind of throw it away. They put it aside, but it's real. I mean, if you can think that you have depression and anxiety, I think you should really, really not put those aside. You should face it head on. Oh yes. And there are Christian counselors out there that, will help you. And if there's not, there will be soon because there are many people that are here at the school where I'm at that are studying Christian counseling. So if there's not now, there will be soon. But I know <laughs> I know without a shadow of a doubt that there are Christian counselors out there who look to the Word of God first. And yes, there is medication that helps. But they realize who the author of that medication is. You should always look to the author. Mm. In, Always. So I think there is a difference in worry and anxiety. I think worry is when we just, for no reason, we think, oh, this isn't going to work out. It's just not going to work out. God's not going to come through. When we've seen God come through thousands upon thousands of times over just the course of my 18 years of living. And you're going to worry. As a human, you're going to worry about something. It it is really hard to have 100% faith all the time. And that's something I think that everybody should be, especially Christians, should work towards. Oh, yeah. Having having faith in God and trust, all of your faith and trust in God. And it is really difficult to do that. Even as as people like, like Ben and I that are trying to walk as close with God as possible, there's still a faith issue. Oh, absolutely. there's still there's still a lag. You might not you might be ninety nine percent, but you're not going to be a hundred percent. The best way to reach a hundred uh, to reach as close as you can, of course, like I said, Matthew. This is in the passage that I was speaking of in Matthew six when it's talking about not worrying. And to some, that this is a lot of people's favorite verse, and some people might not know it's in this section about worry, but it is. It says this. It's Matthew six thirty three. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So in your worrying, 
Seek first God. Don't, don't sit in your worry. When you feel yourself getting anxious, instead of worrying about it, seek God. Because there's no mistake, we're not supposed to worry. Even when Jesus calms the storm, he says, you have little faith to his disciples. Yes, worry is something we do, but we're not supposed to. We're supposed to seek Jesus first. And that's hard, like Cody's saying. It really is. But it's something as Christians we're called to do and help others along the way to do. It's, you should definitely, the first thing, I, it took a lot of, a lot of bad times and a, a, a lot of mistakes to realize that I should pray first before I worry. Mm-hmm. If I start to worry, I, I started, I, I learned the habit of praying about it. Yeah. And because God, God has you in his hands. He's going to take care of you. Absolutely. And even if that looks like going through a trial, we talked about that earlier. And read the book of Romans. Read. And if you don't know this, if, if Romans doesn't help you, read Revelation 21 and 22 and see who's sitting on the throne at the end of time. And it's the same one we're talking about to seek first. And the same one that is over us. And spoiler alert, it's Jesus in case you weren't sure. Definitely, the book of Revelations is, is it can help you. And like Ben said, the book of Matthew is it's, it's a really good book mm. when you're worrying, when you're having thoughts of worry and anxiety and depression. Absolutely. But it's it's a very real thing. It like is. I said, it it's so real, and I hate to see how people are. They deny it. Even people that struggle through it themselves, they they often deny it that they had it. Mm. Yeah. And the only way that you can find happiness through those times is if you you want you, you have to want the change first. But then you have to accept the fact that you have it that mm. you're going through that. Yeah. And it's no. I mean, with depression, it's no lack of... Sometimes when it's a clinical deal, it's no lack of faith on your part or a sin in your life or anything like that. It's a, it's a place in your life where God can be glorified. But we have to take the steps to recognize that and do that. You have to take that first step. Mm. You can sit there and you can think about it as much as you want to. But if you don't take that step towards Christ when you're battling those things, you won't get anywhere. No. You're just, you're most likely you're going to become more depressed and you're going to worry. And it's just, there's a, it's a, a downward spiral of, of issues that come from those two things. Yep. But if you take that first step towards Christ, you're going to end up taking a second step and a third step, and so on, and so on. And you'll you'll want to walk with Christ. And you'll get to a point where you don't, you you will, there will be a day or a moment where you realize, like, I'm, I'm kind of worrying about this, but I know that God has, has me in his hands. He's going to take care of me. Hmm. This is going to work out. It might not seem good right now, but it's going to work out eventually. 
might not work out for me, but it, it could work out good for somebody else. Right. And that's that's one thing with depression and anxiety. It's it's a, it's very self centered. Yeah. And I think that if you put others first and you put Christ first and you care for others before you care for yourself, you it will help with your anxiety and depression. Absolutely. Greatest two commandments. Because, love yeah, go love ahead. God, love others. Definitely. And that, that was one, that's one thing that helped me. I realized that I had to put others 100% before myself. Mm. And then I had to involve God and Christ in that before I could get better. And that, that it took a lot of trials for me to to come to that realization. It really did. But I'm glad for those trials. Help me help me realize a lot of things. Yeah. Help me. It opened up my it opened up a different part of my brain. Mm. A different a different thinking part. Yeah. That's great. Well, and it is okay. it is such a relief whenever you struggle with those with depression and anxiety. It's such a relief when you get to that point. Hey, man, I have a really good life right now. Mm. I have nothing to worry about. There's nothing I should possibly be worrying about. It's such a relief. It takes a many pounds of pressure off of your shoulders. Yeah, it definitely does. Well, do you have anything else you would like to add? I think that's what I have to say. All right. And as far as anyone listening to this, if you are seeking God, if you are trying, and you still feel like you need help, please reach out. If you have my personal number, you can definitely text me. As always, my Instagram, the show's Instagram. Cody, are you okay if I put your Instagram in the episode description? Do it. You can put out everything. Cody's information will be down there as well. Lackadar's email, my personal email. If you need help in this area, if you would like to be maybe hooked up with a Christian counselor, I I can get you someone or find someone that knows someone. But (laughs) if you if you feel like you need help and you are you are doing the right things or seeking the right one first. Because as we said, that's the first step. And you still feel like you need help. Don't be ashamed. Reach out to someone. Maybe you just need to talk. I don't know. Just reach out to someone. As I said, don't hesitate for it to be me. But if you don't know me on a personal level or you don't feel comfortable, do someone you do feel comfortable. Your pastor, your youth pastor. Anyone that is a solid believer. Reach out to them. Definitely reach out. Don't don't hesitate. Don't And don't. And especially, don't be ashamed of your problems. Mm. Everybody has problems. Yep. Everyone. I mean, no one... Christ was the only perfect man. That's right. And everybody else, you're going to have an issue of some sort, and you shouldn't feel ashamed of that. Because we're just... We're human. It's going to happen. Yep. So, don't feel ashamed to reach out for help. You don't, you don't have to do it publicly, but you can find help. Without feeling ashamed. Absolutely. Well, Cody, thank you again for being a guest on the Lackadar Podcast. Oh, I love this time, man.
I did it's too. Fun. I did too. And as for the listeners, as always, if you would like a shirt, we still have the gray ones and the blue ones. I don't know. That's the only two we have as of now. And they are $20 a piece for you. Bracelets, pop sockets, and stickers are all free of charge. All you have to do is say, hey, Ben, I want a insert item here. And you can get one of those. But if it's a t-shirt, you have to say, hey, Ben, I want a t-shirt and hand me $20. Or if you don't want to hand it to me, you can Venmo, PayPal, whatever. But so I don't think I have anything else. So I hope you guys have a great week. I love you guys. Go point to the point. Goodbye.